This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, Miles. You all right? Yeah, not too bad, man. Glad to have you on the show as well. Obviously, we've got to talk about a new single. We've got to talk about quite a few mm. things as well. Like... I mean, it's been, it's been less, I want to kind of go back a little bit as well, innit, at the same time, because you're someone who's been part of the UK music scene for a very long time now, and like a very well-respected person at that, do you know what I mean? Like people have gravitated towards you, obviously there's singles still coming out to this day, using Party Hard and the Neo and everything in there as well. So like looking back at it now, like how long has it been? How many years? At least about 12, 13, right? 21. 21 yo <laughs> yeah i was like That's i bad. was i oh, what's going on? hello yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you, got you. sorry about that my manager was calling me i am um... <clears throat> i the you see how the scene is now yeah the first inception of that i was a part of so there was like a group of us after garage that was creating like a a scene yeah and i would say it was so powerful that radio one had to create one extra because mm. of what we were doing and i was like the first artist to look out you know you got the first artist to watch yeah blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah the first year i was the first artist to watch that's mad yeah so yeah. like to be alive, to see this thing get birthed, and now it's a young adult, it's quite surreal. Yeah, man. Like that's that's the thing. You've seen the whole like evolution, you've seen the rocky period, you've seen a period in time where like things have kind of taken a bit of a lull. Then you've seen when you're probably working like mad hard and there weren't that much money in it. And now people are just doing a whole madness with it and you can get so much money. And obviously for you, as someone who's birthed it, you're not even thinking about like how lucrative it can be. You're thinking about like, rah, like this has grown so much that it's like, yeah, like that's that's nuts, you know? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's because I've always been able to make money. Money's never really been a big thing for me. Yeah. Because I always... If I need money, I'll work for it and I'll, I'll I'll bring it in. But it's not it's not a massive like motivator in my life. Yeah. But has it been like a situation where, because of the way you've seen things grow and evolve, how do you still keep your ideas fresh? Because you're still dropping songs that people are gravitating towards. Twenty one years I ago mean, to now, yeah. I'm I'm I I was born 
with a specific relationship to sound. Mm. I think, I think, to go deep, yeah, I think my biology, you know, like everyone has like different things they just gravitate to. Yeah. Mute sound was mine, but it was there. I don't know what it was put in my brain, but there's there, soon as I soon as I heard hip hop for the first time, I was obsessed. Mm. What was that first record? And pardon? What was the first record? It was like a Cool Modi or KRS One record, one of the two. So we're talking early. We're talking early nineties, late eighties at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think another reason why I've been able to do so many different scenes is. I don't have musical prejudice, meaning, you know, there's certain people, yeah, they only stick in one era. Yeah. After that era's done, they don't like new music. Mm -hmm. I've never been like that. I don't expect, like, like I'm making I'm a piano because it's similar to Funky House, but I don't think I'm a piano is Funky House. You can, you can definitely hear more. Obviously, like, with Funky House, it had a very distinct sound. And I'm, I grew up listening to that, so I don't even know how to, like, coin that phrase. But like, piano is, you could hear the more African fusion in there instantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the culture is completely different. The culture now is completely different anyway. Yeah. But but, but now, it's very, like... like I, I, I don't compare... I, I don't listen to Amma Piano and go... Mwah. This ain't as good as funky or oh, yeah, it's yeah. not the same. I just listen to it and go, oh, I like this. I want to make it. Mm. You know what it is? And that I, was, I, oh, sorry, go on. I said that's what's helped me out a lot. The fact that I don't, I'm, I don't, I don't judge time and errors. Like when I turn 60, I'll love the new sound then. Mm -hmm. And listen, you're still be dropping baggers at that stage as well. So it's it's bad, like, because like you said, I think a lot of people like your regular listener. When they listen to music as well, and let's take Funky House, like probably the heyday of that was 2008. So people are like thinking, oh yeah, when we used to bust skank, when we used to go rave, like some of the younger people will be like bigger fish, other stuff like that. Like they're going to gravitate towards it because it was a sign of a time for them. But then people grow and develop and sometimes people don't like change. And I think that's like you said, because you're very fluid with that type of stuff, it's very easy for you to kind of look at the next scene or create a whole wave on yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the tune anyway. Let's talk about like Roly right now. Obviously, it's DJ Mellow Bones on this one as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like he what South African, right? Yeah. 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 So like, obviously you've worked with a lot of people for a long period of time. So like, what made you gravitate towards him for this record, or was it someone who you've always wanted to work with? Well, Super D mm -hmm. had released some of his music on 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 his house Super label. Yeah. And liked it. And then, as he said he was working, my friend Azzy was working with him. So I just messaged him and was like, look, I like your music. Do you want to collab? He sent me a folder. Mm -hmm. And there was one record, which was the Roly beat. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on this. And he was like, cool. And then yeah. when it came time to releasing it, I kind of felt like this is a South African sound and culture. And... If I'm if I'm if I'm if I'm gonna have any foot in this, mm -hmm. I have to support them. I have to try my best to add to their culture. Yeah. If that means, you know, introducing 
Melbourne to this country or going to um, what are their names? I think it's Mastermind DJs going mm. to going to their like house party, yeah, yeah, and just being in the videos and stuff, and just giving like a like like trying to trying to just do my bit to mm. add what's going on. Yeah, and that, that's why I felt it was important to say like featuring DJ Melabone. Yeah, I think it's he's a young man. He's a young man from South Africa. Do you know what I mean? Trying to mm-hmm. find his foot in the door. So hopefully I can help. Yeah, man. I mean, the thing is, it's a situation where, like you said, when you're going into different environments, which like people in South Africa in general, I'm sure quite a few know you anyway, because your music has gone across the world. But like for some of the younger ones who might be locked in, like you showing that like, yo, look, I'm giving back and stuff like that. There's not going to be people that are going to come through and try to say, oh, look at this imposter and stuff like that. Because, you know, sometimes you get people that like they're quick. The comment sections. No, but there, there's stuff, always yeah. gonna no, but no, there are gonna be people that say, "Look at this imposter." Mm. But like, I ain't got time to think about those people. They can say yeah, what yeah. they want to say. I can't control what people think and say. Mm. I can only control my actions because they might think I'm an imposter, but my actions are making these people go fuck with Daneo mm. differently. But if I listen to what they say, I'm like, you know, what, fuck this. These people over here, they'll, they'll love me, but they won't love me. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like you can't just completely dismiss the fact that you're going to get negative energy. Then you mm. won't know how to deal with it if you completely yeah. dismiss it. Because again, as well, yeah. sometimes as well, because mm-hmm. I've had some, I've had some negative energy from from over the pond. But okay. I also understand they might feel like I'm stepping on their toes because I'm Deneo and I've got this opportunity because I'm in London and mm-hmm. and like some of some of the concern I can alleviate it and I can understand like this is you lot's thing this is your way to get out of the hood I don't want to be in the way of that I want to yeah. I want to help with that so again like you shouldn't dismiss negative energy because it may not be coming from a place of malice. It might be mm. coming from a place of fear. Or you don't know that you're you you're you're throwing your weight around. You don't sometimes like sometimes you might be a good person, but you're a powerful person and you don't realize you're throwing your weight around. Yeah. Because you're just trying to be helpful, but you haven't asked everyone what they want and stuff like that. True. So again, it's like you can't dismiss. The negative comments you have to you have to dig deep into some of them and some of them could probably be fixed mm. I, I hear that you know shall i tell you why i agree with what you're saying anyway the best example i can give is when i don't know if you saw it a couple years ago like samuel jackson was getting mad on english actors going to america and doing bits yeah and, yeah, yeah and it's the same it's the same thing i get but i just feel like like you said because again places, like because yeah, like, with 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 that situation Black people around the world, we all think we're connected because of mm. our skin colour and the fact that we all have to deal with racism. Mm. And we are all connected. But what we fail to understand is that the African black experience is different to the West Indian black experience. Yeah. Which is different to the American black experience. 
which is different to the European black experience. Mm. We all go through racism, but it's not the same. Yeah. Like the the level of discrimination like Americans have to get and then some British guy just walks through the police don't the police don't harass you as soon as you open your mouth mm. you get what I'm saying like I, I don't I feel shook from the police of America but I also like I know to talk straight away because yeah. I I was told by my African friends in in, in America just open your mouth once they see that you're British they don't want problems with the British embassy Mm. But our, our brothers and sisters in America don't have that protection. Yeah. So the pain that they is, or, or even when black women are 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 upset about something, sometimes yeah. One, as men, black men, we should take the licks, and sometimes mm. just shut up and listen because that pain it comes from somewhere. Yeah. To just dismiss it. No, sometimes it, whether whether they're right or wrong, the pain is coming from somewhere. Yeah. And we shouldn't publicly shit on black women. Mm. No, I, I hate yeah. it when I see all that. Because in my head, I'm like, are you not un- like you're you're a black man? This woman might be be might not be all the way right, but her mm-hmm. pain is valid. Yeah, because she's gone through certain experiences and da 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 da. And that, again, you can't negate, you can't mm. dismiss. Yeah, negative energy. But it, like the thing is, your is in general. I'm just gonna say it's in general right now. I'm playing devil's advocate as well. If you're still hearing the same narratives over a long period of time, say 34 years, right? Say 2030. Like, how do we help un- like get the other side to understand and say, look, I will understand your pain, but there's also other alternatives as well? Because that's a thing that happens all the time, isn't it? Well, if you do what you first said, mm-hmm. I understand your pain, and then say. But can you explain it to me? Yeah. Those little words will open up a book and then actually listen. And rather than, yeah, but this, if they say something, mm. find a way to probe deeper into what they're saying yeah. so that they feel listened to. Anyone who feels like they're seen or listened to will soften. Mm. Anyone. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm not going to lie. I agree with you when you're talking to people in person. This is the problem, though. We don't live in a personable age all the time, especially the last year as well. Social media, everyone wants to be right in it. Everyone wants to be that person saying the point and then everyone jumps on the bandwagon. So it makes it longer to kind of get an understanding and actually sit people in the room and, you know, have that understanding in the first place. Well, you need to kind of like sieve through what people are saying. Mm. And there's probably going to be a small handful of people that are willing to have a mature conversation with you. So they might be fighting the fight, but they're not going to dismiss your confusion. Yeah. So sometimes with social media, it's like everyone likes to jump on what's happening now. Mm -hmm. How about let it happen for a few days? Scope out the thing. There's going to be some people that might be like, oh, you're a pig because da-da. But then there might be other people that'll be like, I wish you understood where we was coming from because... Then you can see that that person's not trying to attack you. Mm. They just feel hurt by your reaction to something. Yeah. And that person is probably the person you should tweet back and be like, well, can you explain it to me then? Mm-hmm. And I can we it. have this conversation privately so mm. we can talk? I don't want to talk. I'd like, And then if they're there, you build a relationship with that person. You get an understanding. Get an understanding. Yeah. You might even get a wife out of it. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, that is... Again, in this day and age, yeah, that's a lot of work. 
That's a lot of things. What's I wrong get... with a lot of work? Like, how old are you for that money asking? I'm 28. I'm 28. I'm playing devil's advocate as I do this. It's really, it's very sad to me, yeah, mm-hmm. that it's a lot of work. It, it's stopping us from healing each other. That's that's actually, that's quite heartbreaking to hear mm. because it's like, I, I only know to work hard. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like, like, are you going to use that same excuse for your children when they piss you off when they're two years old and they don't know that they're mm. pissing you off? Listen, look, look, look. Or, or are you, you going to have... Or is, is it too much work <laughs> to just have the patience for that? Listen, I'm a different, listen, I'm a different type of person anyway, innit? I'm a person... I don't really do... I should, right? But I don't do the socials too much myself, innit? I find that stuff jarring because I feel like sometimes that thing plays... And they, no one is saying anything, but everyone's trying to say something, right? I am a person yeah. that likes to talk to people directly i don't really do the whole social media thing so i work on making sure we build that relationship i might not do that through twitter i might do that through if i bump into somebody and we have a greater conversation their friend might bowl in a couple about i say like you know that that gap last year when we were allowed out so i say like august time right i was talking to a girl from south africa and someone asked her oh, where are you from she said south africa she said portugal no yeah she said portugal and the guy said oh you're yeah, angolan so went for that you know like colonialist kind of way in it and she got mad annoyed. Then she started breaking stuff down and it became like a whole argument thing going on. I was sitting there thinking, I'm going to say something. And I spoke to her about it. I got her calm, but we had an understanding. But if that was on Twitter, that's not going to run. I like, I just feel like that connection on Twitter is not going to happen first because... Yeah, but people, some some people, yeah. some people like say, you're like me when it comes to social media. Mm. That's not our thing, is it? Our thing yeah. is like face-to-face convo. There's, it, it, it needs the people who actually know how to communicate on social media. Yeah. to take up that that fight. Like, your fight isn't supposed to be on social media. It's supposed to be face-to-face. Yeah, yeah. And that's your lane, and that's what you've got, you've got to stick to. Mm-hmm. Other people's lanes may not be able to do face-to-face, but the way they convey a message on social media, everyone gets it. Yeah. yeah. Not saying not saying that Sideman, because I think Sideman's good with both, mm-hmm. but Sideman has an excellent way of articulating himself in a way that everyone can understand what he's trying to say. Yeah. He's a man that if there was to be this type of conversation and people ask me to do it, I'd say no, but I'll co I'll, I'll co-sign him doing it mm. because he knows how to convey a message on this yeah. platform that I don't know how to do. Mm. But then at the same time though, I hear that, but why would you want to be part of that conversation and then sideman would roll as a medium through? Because you still need that opinion, someone who can like trans not translate it, but like clarify it up. And then you can have the other side and they can do the same thing. I don't understand the question. So, like, for example, you're saying that you co-sign Sideman to do that and you know, mm-hmm. be the spokesperson for it. But why would you not want to be that person that's also there on the side? Yeah. I can I can be there on the side. Yeah. But I also know, bruv, words are powerful. It's like, mm. you can have a conversation with someone, a long conversation. Say you've met someone for the first time. Yeah. You guys talk for half an hour. After a while, you start understanding, you start you start building more patience for that person. So you might say something mm. that they misconstrued, but they're comfortable enough to be like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. And then you explain, oh, you got time to explain yourself, innit? Mm-hmm. On social media, you kind of don't have that time. So it, yeah. the reason I would say I would prefer Sideman 2 is because 
if someone asked him a question, mm. he's got the skills to convey what he means better than I do. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm Deneo, innit? I could say something and have all of these people misconstrued what I say. Mm -hmm. Having all of these chauvinistic friends like, see, Deneo's right. I was like, yeah. I wasn't right. You just, I just explained it wrong. And now you motherfuckers are jumping on that. Mm -hmm. And then I can't even apologize now. I'm like, I didn't mean it like that. Like it's yeah. already caused the damage. Yeah. Rather than just humbling myself and be like, I'll co-sign it, mm -hmm. but I don't have the skills you need for this to go where it needs to go to. But yeah. he does. See, this is the thing though. I'd rather, again, I think Simon for, for Twitter purposes, perfect, isn't it? If we're using that example. I just feel like these conversations need to be had more away from that in the first place. I know everyone lives on it. Yes. It, it is what it is. But we need to do this. If you look at look at this, we're supposed to talk about music for the most part. We've kind of went on a whole bad tangent. You know what I'm saying? But it makes sense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I think we need to do more. Like people need to have these conversations and get understanding. Because you're going from generations to generations anyway. And even me, like 28, there's people who are 15 who think differently again. Do you know what I mean? That's a whole other generation. And then there's people who are in their 30s and 40s who think different because they grew up on a different time. And then it also comes down to like, you know, for people, especially in the UK, people moving over, their parents might be like, you know, first generation or something like that. So they've brought their ways from whatever country they're from here. Hence the culture coming through. And eventually, as you live here long enough, you're like, oh, yeah, that don't really, that thing don't really run. Like, I'm part African, <laughs> isn't it? And it's like, certain things that you man do, that works in your selective space, but I don't run across the it board. It don't run so. here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was in a barbershop the other day mm -hmm. and there was a massive argument because of that. Yeah. There was one guy who came fresh. He was probably here for like two weeks. Mad. Some of yeah. his opinions was offending everyone. In They were like, bruv, Wait. You're in England now. You're going to have to... If you're going to survive out here, mm -hmm. some of the things that piss you off about certain things, you're going to have to learn to see it in a different way. Yeah. But let's talk about music a bit more as well. So last album we had from you, like full, full-blown album, was... Uh, was it 16 in 2017? Yeah. Yeah. 16. So that was... That was um, what four years ago now obviously that had, yeah. black wasn't on the album but that was like one of the tracks that kind of led us up to it right yeah yeah, yeah 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 that should have been on the album you know that was a yeah, that was a big track no it should have been yeah yeah, yeah. Example, the label like, wanted to hold off because they 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 thought 16 was a mixtape and i was uh, just like should just put black on there but it is what it is yeah it is what it is now it's just four years ago so yeah. what are we i know you got a show in a couple weeks as well it's in november right yeah 24th mm. Mm. Um, and what are we boarding up to? Are we getting something like before that, something after it? What, what are we doing for that show and what are we doing for the rest of the year as well? That show is more about me bringing my audience in one place. Okay. And then next year, my whole bag is about introducing new artists. Okay. To the culture. Yeah. Artists that I think I rate and I think should be heard. Mm. But for whatever reasons, they're not getting heard. So I'm going to use my platform to push them. Yeah, important. I think, like, obviously you've done stuff in the past. Obviously, I know, like, a couple of years ago, you did that song, was it The Link Up? I played that in a club a couple yeah. of weeks ago. That's a big song. Yeah. It didn't get enough love, though. I can't lie. It didn't get enough love. We might need a little Deneo 2020, uh, 2021, 22 <laughs> remix. You know what I'm saying? Or we'll get some vocalists on it. Because stuff like that works. I mean, obviously, you dropped that song, was it Bando with Don E? And he was kind of bubbling. He, was, he had that song... Um, you good, Joe, or something like that. You're right, yeah, something like that. I had the mm. time. So, like, who are some of the new artists that you're kind of looking at and being like, yo, like, 
you guys need to need to blow. There's a guy that's he's actually at your show. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He got a song with China Knox. Six out. Knox, that's it. Yeah, Knox. Yeah, yeah. He's good. Tis East is good. Yeah. Ikeno's good. I'm working with a girl called Lily Casely. China, yeah. China Six is tremendous as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be a good show. I mean, that's going to be a good show. I'm going to try and see if I can slide through as well. I want to I want to see man. it. Yeah, I want to see it live in effect, man. Obviously, the last time I saw you in person was like, it might have been in 2015, you know? It was time ago. Well, I'm actually mm. at Wireless one time, like briefly. But I mean, I want to ask this question because I've been thinking about it just from looking at music in general and stuff as well. Is Pink Pantherus, you know who she is, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So obviously she brought back this like wave of garage music. It's like a new age, new age garage. Pop Smoke last year, obviously RIP, he did like the gangster rap return, right? Because it hadn't been around for a while. Do you think in the next five, 10 years, Funky will get a comeback? Like a big comeback big now. Comeback. Is it? I, comeback I now. It has it though. Yeah, like. Yeah, because of Amma because of Amma Piano. Yeah. That is that that is what's gonna what's gonna happen is mm-hmm. Amma Piano has a massive culture in South Africa. Yeah, it's come over here. The producers are gonna take the sound, mm. but they're they're in a different environment, so the sound's gonna morph into something yeah. else. Okay, and then that sound will be the new version of Funky House. Okay, mad. So you think it's gonna be more fused with Afrobeats this time? Yeah, even more, yeah, even more so. I mean, is that going to make it stand out enough to be considered the return of Funky House, though? Or are we just not calling it that? I don't think we should see it as a return of Funky House. It's just, mm. it should just, it should be seen for what, like, Funky House made sense to us. Yeah. When we were young, this new scene I'm talking about needs to make sense to us now. Yeah. It shouldn't be seen as, as that. We can yeah, see yeah. them as cousins, but it should be treated differently. Yeah. No, I hear it. Because you know what it is? The reason why I'm asking that is because we know in the music scene in general across here, people love to put things in boxes. And eventually they're going to run out of things to say because when it comes to Amber Piano, it's going to be like, okay, cool, we're going to have to do some education on that in the first place. Do you know what I mean? But then obviously if you're coming through and you're dropping stuff and you're getting people to know already, you can bring that, you can be the guy that brings that through as well. Mm. So that's important. Do you know what I mean? Like you said, like we said five minutes ago, it's understanding of things, man. It's literally just making sure that you know, people know where something's come from, why it's come and how we can develop it. But apart from obviously you bringing people through and like new artists and stuff, who else have you been working with over the last like couple couple months, couple, well, couple years now? Really, Just those those see. people I mentioned. Just and them, a couple yeah. of musicians. Yeah, and, and a few musicians. Mm, mad. <sighs> I mean, listen, I'm looking forward to seeing the development. You know I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what will happen in the next couple of years. With you as well, this new album that will come out next year. Obviously, the show is going to be amazing. I already know that. I can say that for certain. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. What do you want to say to people out there listening to this right now? And just like looking forward to come to my concert. Come to your concert. Come to my concert. That's going to be the start of everything. Yeah. Boy, I'm looking forward to seeing other stuff on the way. But, bro, appreciate you chatting to me today, man. No, I'm good, man. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.